Hey, what's going on? This is your professional wrestling fix. Follow us on Facebook at 10 Wrestling Pro Wrestling Discussions, on Twitter at The Enzigiri, and catch new episodes of the 2300 Podcast with D.B. Richards, The Basement Dropkick with Frank Lazardic on Anchor FM, Spotify, and other leading platforms. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of The Basement Dropkick. It is... What time is it? It's Saturday, June 27th at about 9.45, and this is Fran, and to my right, we have the Cranberry Delight, the El Diablo Extraordinaire, Captain Competitiveness. JCL. JCL, give it up. And to my left, on my iPad, I don't have a fancy name for him, but it is everybody's favorite ho. Josh Ho is joining us via Facebook chat. How's it going, dude? Hey man, what's up everybody? Yeah, good to have you on. It's been a very long time. So. Sure has. so before we start things off, I want to give a shout out to our official sponsor. It is World Tees and Custom Apparel is the official sponsor of the Inziguri 10 Podcast Show, 2300 Podcast Basement Dropkick. Just go to www.royalteescustomapparel.com, place your order online for our latest podcast apparel. When placing your order, use promo code Inziguri and get how much off? 10% off of your purchase of $25 or more. If you do not know how to spell the Inziguri, I'm going to give it to you right now. So the spelling is E-N-Z-U-I-G-I-R-I. One more time, a little bit slower. E-N-Z-U-I-G-I-R-I. And get 10% off your purchase of $25 or more. So what are you waiting on? Go get your latest Inziguri apparel now. And also, along with the website, we also have a number for you to call if you'd rather call in your order. It is 1-800-597-2517. One more time. 1-800-597-2517. Tell them we sent you. All right, so let's just, let's just cut to the funny business and uh, get to what has been a very, very interesting week in professional wrestling. I'll say. So, everybody is everybody lately has been talking about the, uh, we've had the wrestling shows that have been on lockdown because of COVID-19, and we thought that that was going to be a worse, but this is 2020. Things just keep getting better. So, we just had, was it just last week when all these things came out about the hashtag speaking out movement on social yeah, media? I think that's pretty much where yeah, like, the, the bulk of it started. So, I, I'm not I'm not a wrestling journalist or by any means. I need some work on this. Most of my resources come from Wikipedia. So we're gonna go to Wikipedia and take a look at all the allegations, and then we're going to discuss each and every one and give our personal opinions on them. <clears throat> Dude, where to start? So many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's 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 kind of crazy at the moment. So you got let's see where where is it? No. Oh, I love this. See, under other, it is 7-Eleven Speak Out Wireless. No, I don't think we're looking for that one. <laughs> uh, let's see. Speaking, speaking out. Is, is that what it is called? Speaking out? Oh, the speaking out movement. So, for anybody that's been living under a rock, this is what the speaking out movement has been. The speaking out movement, or hashtag speaking out, is a movement against emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual harassment, sexual abuse, people publicize our like it's basically the wrestling is variation of me too movement mm -hmm. and it started this month actually 
and similar to other empowerment movements based upon breaking silence to empower people so that they could come forward with stories that they have to share so um, I'm not going to get into because that has a history part I'm not going to get into that part we're just going to talk about let's see various companies because just about every single it was mainly the UK companies that this started coming out and then everything else just started spreading out so at first there were a bunch of allegations against UK wrestlers it seemed like it was just a laundry list of ones but what were the biggest ones that came to mind uh definitely from AEW Jimmy Havoc and Sammy Guerrero hmm I mean when when it came out against all the UK wrestlers I, oh, well, okay, I mean, Jimmy Havoc, he, he did wrestle over there before. I think so, but, um... Oh, where to start? Joe Kofi, Jack Gallagher, Jordan Devlin, Matt Riddle, Travis Banks, uh, Wolfgang and Liger out. Yeah. There was... I mean, there have been various lists that have actually been publicized going over just people that have been accused, and not specifically having to do at this period of time, but just have been accused or if they've been guilty like just in general like any kind of story that could possibly come out people are like if you didn't hear about the story we're going to talk to you about right now but some of the bigger ones let's take a look take a look at this real quick uh let's cut to the uh (laughs) let's cut to the king of the shitheads joey ryan so i mean let's be real that one was bound to happen well, yes and no. I mean, so there have been, at this time that I know of, there have been 17 accusations against him for sexual misconduct. Damn, 17? Yeah, that's what they said. And since then, he has shut down his bar wrestling promotion, which was only founded like maybe two years ago, I believe. And he also was fired by Impact Wrestling. And he's basically been, like, shit-listed in wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what was, uh... Josh, do you have any, uh... I mean, what's what's your take on that? I know that you said it's like, yes, this is all that everybody's been talking about, but if you had to give an opinion on specifically Joey Ryan, what would you say? You don't say anything. Are you even there? Hey, Josh, you there? Maybe you stepped out. Oh, there you go. So, of everything that's been going on, uh, specifically Joey Ryan-related stories, what's your opinion on Joey Ryan's situation? You know, I don't really know too much about Joey Ryan. Um, you know, I, I've mostly seen, like, the bigger WWE stars. Mm-hmm. That's been in the stuff. So, like, for me, like, Matt Riddle is probably a big one for me. Just because... Well, Matt Riddle is also another one, too, right? So, the story having to do with Matt Riddle... Uh, with, without looking this up, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to go by what I know off the top of my head. Was that... So, Riddle's married, and apparently there was a case that one of his... what Was it somebody that he was even seeing before? Or just somebody that he was having a fling with on the side... Uh, Are you looking it up right now? It was like misconduct, sexual misconduct with a female wrestler, and he's denied it and had his attorneys for it and stuff. So 
what a lot of people were mentioning about that was the, the very interesting timing of this was the fact that this was literally the day before he was supposed to debut on SmackDown when this came out. And everybody was like, oh, what's going to happen to him? And I think it's just a case of WWE kind of... You see, with some people, they've taken things on a case-by-case basis. Others, that they just look for... Like like Enzo, for example. They just look for an excuse to fire him. Mm-hmm. Because, like, even though the case against him, when, it, when uh, everything came out, or he, he had sexual misconduct charges against him, they were found not to be true. But it was the fact that Enzo did not tell WWE ahead of time that this may become an issue, and that's what they fired him for. The difference, though, with Matt Riddle is that he told WWE from the jump that she'd probably come back and try and start some nonsense, though. Yeah, that's the biggest That's the biggest thing right there. If it wasn't for that, then he'd probably be out the door right now, too. Oh, so. yeah. So, another one was Jack Gallagher, who... His case apparently was so severe that they didn't even future endeavor him when they fired him. Yeah, they basically gave him the Enzo treatment. Yeah, and the, yeah, they erased him. Any anything on their website, he's just gone. Yeah, like completely. Even Enzo didn't get that treatment. So you, so it must have been bad. There's a couple other ones, other ones that that came up. Yeah, Ryan's case is probably the worst. Like he is just. Well, when you factor in the way, he, like his gimmick and like how he wrestles, and you know who he wrestles, who he wrestled pretty much on a regular basis, like I said, it was well, this, something was bound to come out of that. Well, this was the biggest issue with him, other than the fact that there were a lot of people that they said, okay, so the thing is, is that there was a lot of people that said, oh, oh, we know Joey Ryan, this is very shocking. But here's the thing: if anybody knew what he was doing and they came out with that, they would look like shit yeah so they're gonna say that oh they were shocked and they were appalled Mm -hmm. and then there were there were wrestling promoters that heard of his reputation that said that they weren't gonna work with him but they didn't know firsthand like if any of these stories were even true they were just like this may become an issue we don't want to deal with this yeah they just had to give the uh good looking pr comments yeah and the other thing was and this this was something that came up when Joey Ryan did post he he posted something up basically about how he was like oh i you know i'm i'm this is something i'm trying to better myself for, i mean this is before everything else came out this was like when there was only a couple of accusations against him when it was like oh um this is something i'm going to therapy for or this that and the other it's like yeah but dude you're going to therapy because of you you have you have mental issues when it comes to, you know, this this topic that we're even discussing right now. But your gimmick is that you're a a sleazebag porn star that likes to have people touch his dick. That would be the equivalent to, like, Scott Hall going to AA and he's going to come out on Monday Nitro trashed. Like, is that a fair comparison or do you have another do you have another way no that's pretty fair it was like when you remember you remember the episode of monday night raw it was it was the raw one of the raw anniversary shows when stone cold came out and everybody was having a beer bash and scott hall was like i can't be in the ring yeah he just dipped yeah so there's there's a there's a case of like okay I'm doing this because I don't have a choice 
or this is a bullshit ass excuse. But yeah, it's safe to say that uh, Joey Ryan's pretty much done with wrestling. If he comes back, it, it's. <clears throat> so another one was. Another one that came out, which was actually a very interesting case, was there were abuse allegations against Mike Quackenbush and Chikara Wrestling. And uh, Chikara Wrestling's uh, Wrestle Factory. Quackenbush just came out recently, and he also, uh, he said after that these allegations came out that he was basically shutting down the Wrestle Factory. Or no, not shutting down Wrestle Factory. He was stepping down as head trainer of the Wrestle Factory and that he was shutting down the Chikara promotion. And there was several people that have worked with him before. And I gotta turn this down. Apologies for that. There are several people that came out who have worked with him who basically stated that his apology was bullshit. That it was just something that he was saying just to make a public statement. That this, uh, it wasn't even a case of like sexual misconduct because there were sexual misconduct charges based on Wrestle Factory and that was when uh one of the Gulak bro- the, the the one not the one that was on SmackDown but his right. brother yeah there was a case where he was he was doing things with one of the trainees and that was the case that actually came out when he when he got fired from his training position with Wrestle Factory so that was one of the ones that uh, Quackenbush Bob where it was like okay when this came out then we had to fire him but now there's all these other cases that are coming out and it's like yeah it's time for you to kind of step aside right now yeah so I was talking to I was talking to D.B. Richards about this the other day and he, he basically said he was like you know because we've heard good stories about Quackenbush but based on personal based on people that I know that kind of knowing people through knowing people sort of deal is that he was always a very brilliant business as far as wrestling goes, but there's also been a side to him that's only coming out right now. So, how do you separate, or how how do you, what's, what's your opinion on this? How do you separate the people where it's like, okay, I own up to this. This is like, you know, yes, I'm guilty of it. I'm probably going to get shit can from wrestling. I'm going to try to be, be better, you know, because you had cases like Sammy Guevara where he was saying that he wanted to rape Sasha Banks on a wrestling podcast. And that came out years later. And now he's suspended and fined from a AEW. But he came out with a video basically apologizing. He said he talked to Sasha Banks about that and, things seem to be working towards getting better but you know in some cases some people it's like there's like inexcusable actions so what what constitutes what is forgivable and like okay we can work with this guy we can see if he actually gets better and what constitutes a hulk hogan case i think yeah like in some most cases you'll be able to tell just from the way they apologize you can tell if they really mean it or if they're just, you know, reading from a script. Yeah, I agree. Well, the see there's 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 so many other people that we need to mention. Like I'm not I'm not gonna go through all of them, but um that what you just mentioned right there kinda goes into the Marty Scroll story, which is fucked up in its own right. So 
the story with Marty Skrull was that when he was in the UK, however many years ago it was, it's it's all online, if anybody's interested in more details with that, that he was at a party that there was a 16-year-old girl, which is not considered underage in the UK, but she was intoxicated. So then Marty Skrull basically said, do you want to, like, it's either go to his hotel room or go, or go to her hotel room and she gave him oral sex and then after that he wanted to he wanted to have sexual intercourse and basically a friend of this person's came up stopped that and then scroll left so the story here when marty scroll like posted a statement on this he basically said that the story is true but that there was nothing illegal about it because 16 is the age of consent in the uk and then there was a lot of people that were like Yes, but dude, you're still a guy at that time who was in his late 20s wanting to fuck a 16-year-old. Is there anything that comes to mind that says, you know, that's probably not the best thing to do? It, there, there, there comes a time when, you know, morality kicks in. Honestly, he screwed himself over by defending himself. Well, the story, the, the statement that he gave when he was like, it, he used very specific lawyer-like words. Yeah, in fact, they actually found out he basically ripped a nice good paragraph off of Kobe Bryant's original statement when the rape allegation was captain for him. Yeah, he said something... It was like word for word. He said something along the lines of like, although I felt that the the evening was consensual, I understand now that she doesn't feel that way and she should be open to her opinions. It was the bullshittiest response you could possibly give. It really was like if he's like another country, you know, you can barely get away with the whole sixteen thing. But once that person's intoxicated, that whole thing goes out the window. True. Well, not to mention the fact that even at that point in time, with because at that point in time there was still social media. I mean, it it, it was an outlet for people, and the fact that when you're a professional wrestler or anybody. It, so even even when you take into the fact that at that time he wasn't nearly as big as he is now, mm-hmm. like there's still certain standards where you're like, okay, are people going to look at me a different way if I were to let this be known? And it is very obvious that in wrestling that there is plenty of stuff going on, and these stories that are coming out now, there's plenty more. There, like so, I'm, so I was talking to Jamak about this the other day because I said. Here's the interesting thing is that you have older wrestlers who will have shoot interviews where they flat out talk about these types of stories. But at this point in time, what point is there to even make a case out of people like Pat Patterson wanting to inappropriately do things with Roddy Piper? Like, what it, Like what would that accomplish right now? Yeah, like, you when you know you're in... Like you said, he wasn't as big of a star as he is now. But when you know that you have a chance to be, can can I curse on this podcast? Uh, we're we're trying to move away from that, but go go ahead. You can't fucking do that shit. Like you just gotta know better, you know. Yeah, it's 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 the whole case of uh. Well, see the thing the thing with. <clears throat> When, when you hear these stories, especially the, the wrestlers from, like, from, like, the, the 80s 
or even the early night. Like, it was always a very rock star like atmosphere, you know, where it's like, oh, we can basically get away with whatever we, we want. Who the fuck cares? Like, you know, and yeah, but that mentality was like 20 years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, but that's but but that's the thing though is that there's a lot of people now that are talking about how, like, well, okay, I'm not gonna mention names. I mean, these are people we know. If we were to talk to some of these people, they would be like, they would say, okay, well, I mean, they would say things like, well, to be fair, like, you know, I mean, these people got away with this, these people got away with this, yes, but this is why. We're trying to phase that out. Are these things really good for the business? No. Like, so it, it's a process of phasing this stuff out. So so thank the people that are actually admitting to this at the very least instead of just flatting out denying it so that we could actually move on to the next process. But, yeah, but here's Sorry, the thing. Definitely. But here's the thing, though, is that so... I was on YouTube the other day and I was like watching something having to do with um Damon Wayne's talking about like the current era of comedy and he basically said like you know you, you get the point in time where people like everybody's going to get offended off of everything right now and then after a while there's going to be one person that doesn't give a shit and that'll kind of start the process of like it, it's it's a really shitty comparison because they, they kind of it's separate subject but it's a matter of like until these stories come out, you're not going to have people that are open to it, and it's just going to get shoved aside. So you got to have people that are going to eat the bullet, whether they want to or not, to have other people look and go, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't do this," you know, like. And that's the thing is that y you have to have uh, cases like this come out. And there was somebody else I was talking. I mean, you get you get the other side of the story too, where people will say. Well, are all the allegations true? There may be, in fact, some that are not true, but you can almost guarantee there's more that are true. And there's some, like, there have been people online talking about this where they said, I know for a fact that people that already have allegations against them, there's actually more stories, but there are people that have not stepped forward because they're still not comfortable with it. Even with this current social media movement, there are still people that are like, no, nah, I'm not, like, it's, they're just not they don't they don't feel like it, it would it would it would damage them more in the process if they were to say anything because of the ones that come out and attack them and say oh you're full of shit you know mm -hmm. yeah like if if there's like you know five cases against somebody four of them are four of them are made up one of them is true i think it's still it's still worth putting it out there for that one yeah so it's just It'll be even more interesting to see if even more stories come out because this has only been going on for not even two weeks. It's yeah. been maybe maybe a week and a half. Yes, yeah. and so that's uh that's basically it for that for now. You know, but yeah, if you want to look up more, there's plenty of stories oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I just> <laughs> hashtag speaking out. You'll you'll see them all. Yeah, you know, you'll see them all online. online. You know, it says a lot when we pretty much only skim the surface. Yeah. So, oh, here's a story for you, not having to do with that, but Tessa Blanchard was fired from Impact Wrestling. Let's dive into this one. <clears throat> 
So, Josh, I don't know if you keep up on Impact that much, but Tessa Blanchard is actually was at the time before she got when she got fired the Impact Heavyweight Champion. You know what? I I don't I don't really keep up with Impact, but I know of Tessa. And you mean TNA World Champion, right? No, TNA World Champion will be Moose. Yeah. <laughs> so they have like their new they have like an Impact Championship and then another wrestler named Moose bought back the TNA Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, he he um, just he just found the belt. He was like, I'm TNA champion. Yeah. Now he's much. the most credible champion in the company right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so so here's the story. Uh, the t- so controversial wrestling history maker Tessa Blanchard has been stripped of the Impact Wrestling World title and axed by Impact Wrestling. The 24-year-old daughter of WWE Hall of Famer Tully Blanchard became the first woman in- to win a men's male champion well world championship when she defeated sammy callahan in january now she has taken the title now she has had the title taken off her after having her contract terminated so this was an interesting story because at first when you sent me the link showing that and i was like well that's fucked up and maybe it had to do with the fact that she was making like racist comments or something having to do with all these things that are coming out right now it had nothing to do with any of that stuff she just didn't want to show off her work like so there were well, so there were there was a story out that she was spending her time in quarantine down in Mexico with her fiance and they were supposed to get married and that she just wasn't going to travel up to either drop the belt or cut pro- or basically do her job so Impact Wrestling tried to contact her and was like look can you do some pre-tape promos that we can like skim together have an interview on there make something work they were trying to work with her on this and, and she just didn't want to do it nothing came up so then it was like okay well we have a pay-per-view coming up we need to figure out a way of having you so they figured that she was probably not going to travel to do the to do the one show that she was um supposed to defend the title at so they just fired her So now they have to scramble to figure out what they're going to do for their pay-per-view on top oh, of Oh, not to mention the fact that one of the people that was in the main event for the world title, uh, Michael Elgin? Yeah. Like, did they say he's fired or he's just no, he's, suspe- he's, he's or he's suspended? He's gone. He's, okay. He's gone. So he's gone. Basically, if you look at the history of all the Impact World Champions, it is terrible. Yeah. Like, I mean, somebody had a list of all the Impact Champions, just everything that's happened. It's like... Okay, you have this person, they're gone, this person's gone, this person was fired, this person was fired, like... The Impact title is cursed. Yeah. It straight up is. You know, the I most... gotta say, as, as a, you know, mostly WWE fan, I'm very impressed that Impact Wrestling has lasted this long. They're, like, their product is actually not as bad as people think it is. The most credible champion that they've had, though, Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Wow. An NXT region. <laughs> and not even trying to trash Callahan. I mean, we saw, we've seen some pretty yeah, pretty good matches with him. But that is the top of the heap as far as Impact Champions go. Well, Bobby Lashley counts. Uh, he really wishes he was still in Impact. <laughs> yeah. Like I would say the last couple credible Impact title holders were... Callahan, Lashley, 
Galloway, and honestly, EC3. Was it was it Impact or was it TNA when Bobby Lashley was there? It was it, Impact. It was still Impact. But I think the yeah. TNA title was still in effect, though, right? I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, Tessa's gone, and now everybody's, like, questioning what's going to happen with her. But with her... So, there... There was a discussion about this online, about how Tessa, when she first joined Impact Wrestling, she was actually doing pretty well for herself. It wasn't until the later half when all this dirty laundry and bullshit started coming out. Mm -hmm. And the fact of, even though she would be considered a top free agent, there's a lot of companies, especially now, that would probably be a little wary about taking chances with her. And isn't she still, like... I thought when I looked at her bio that she's actually still employed in a promotion down in Mexico. Is she? I think so. I gotta double check that. <clears throat> Probably not for long, man, if that's the case. Yeah, I think before somebody goes to pick her up, I think she has to show express interest in continuing the work. Yeah, it says here that she's uh, with uh, Lucha Libre, Triple A Worldwide, and Women of Wrestling. Is Women of Wrestling even still around? I think this thing needs to be updated. I'm not even sure. Is that a store? Oh, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah, so it should be interesting to see what happens with her. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? We have... So, another big topic in the news is there were many positive cases of WWE employees that have contracted COVID-19. One of them being Renee Young, which in turn meant that there was a possibility that John Moxley might have COVID-19 if the tests that he's taking at this... Okay, so the story with this was that there was an article stating for AEW World Champion John Moxley. They said, John Moxley has come in contact with somebody with COVID-19 and I'm guessing some people probably immediately picked up on it. I actually wasn't one of them. I was like, oh, that sucks. And then all of a sudden, it came out that Renee Young had it. So it was like, well, that's kind of obvious. Not only her, but Kayla Braxton, too. Yeah, twice. Was she the one that got, got two times? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's it's honestly, it's the worst possible two people that could get it. Because just in the last week alone, think of all the people they interacted with. So, depending on where you get your news sources... And maybe some of these are true, maybe maybe not. You know, this is just take take it with a grain of salt. But it was just the uh, there were a lot of people that were saying that were questioning WWE's. I mean, both both companies are kind of handling it in a certain way, and some people will agree or disagree, or some people will say they shouldn't even have any shows at all. But that's that's uh, that's something else we'll get into. Was that WWE, there was a lot of people pissed off that they had Ric Flair on the show. Because even though... So Ric Flair apparently had the choice. I mean, they, it's not like they forced him. I mean, he's kind of working on a per-show basis, I'm assuming. I mean, he, he'd be there regardless for his daughter anyway. Yeah. So they were saying that it really shouldn't have been Ric Flair's choice. It's the fact that Ric Flair is in his late 70s. And he's a high-risk case because he just had major health issues. And is that really something that you want to hear 
Ric Flair dies of COVID-19 while it, because he contracted from somebody on WWE television. Does Vince like, McMahon really want to deal with that bullshit? That would be legitimately heartbreaking. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, of all the ways I would see Ric Flair go out, it's not COVID. <laughs> <laughs> to be the man, you've got to beat COVID. Oh, my God, I should put that on a shirt. <laughs> Rick. I got a t-shirt idea I want to talk to you about. It's like, yeah, for all the things I, for all the things that I've got, man, that's another case is like, as far as the, uh, rewinding back to speaking out, my God, how many things, oh dude, Ric Flair alone would be like, <laughs> you would look at Joey Ryan and go, amateur. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and all right, I, here, here's the thing with that is that. It's funny, but it's not. It's just that, once again, it's a whole case of, like, that's the era that they were in, and that's kind of a case of, like, yeah, we need to move away from that. Yeah, that's insane, though. But, Rick Flair, but, let's be real. Ric Flair makes makes Joey Ryan look like Donny Osmond. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, as far as, um, there was another story, and apparently this was something that somebody that was working with the performance center shows so main producer kevin dunn he was basically the one now whether this came from kevin dunn or if it came from vince mcmahon they're saying it came from kevin dunn where if you wanted to be in attendance at the shows if you're like friends of personnel that you were not allowed to wear a mask and they also said that there was a time during one of the tapings where he got on the pa system and he said you can't wear masks. So, I forgot which podcast I was listening to, but there was somebody mentioning something. They were like, now imagine if this was any other employer. Let's just theoretically say, let's just throw Amazon out there because they're, they're just the beacon of all, all that is terrible. Let's say that there was a story about Oh, somebody at Amazon, like one of the managers basically said, none of you are to wear masks. <laughs> like, you're not allowed to wear masks, you know. Yeah, that would be just a crap storm full of bad publicity. Yeah, I know. But this is WWE. Vince McMahon is friends with Donald Trump. He basically does not care what the media thinks. Pretty much. Vince McMahon truly believes he's above the law. Well, for the most part, he kind of is. I mean, true. I mean, <laughs> I mean, think of all the stuff he's been been like tried for and beaten. Yeah, let's see. Steroids, people people under contract dying during shows, like you know the 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 um C, the CVT or not CVT. Well, I'm thinking about transmission for the uh, freaking brain damage. Mm-hmm. What's it called again? CTE. That's CVT. That's a transmission. Uh, CTE, like, all that stuff. Like, he's been able to get away with that. He even cut promos on television basically being like, I'm a billionaire. I got money, which means I got really good lawyers, damn it. Like, he just does not care. This man, WWE, is the caring of all big companies. Yeah. We got to quote that one. The caring of companies. Then, now, and forever. (laughs) So, WWE has been going about 
Well, so WWE and AEW are running into a situation where they are contractually obligated. So they say. They are contractually obligated to produce new content or else they lose their television deals because that's part of their contract. So that if they don't do that, that's them breaking their contract and they'll be out of the show. And in WWE's case, that would be very bad. In AEW's case, the company would probably not exist after that. So that's kind of a situation of, you know, we're, we're doing what we possibly can, but it's just a matter of how they're handling when they have people working the shows. Like, what was the one article that you showed me where Dana White is actually going to do something on an island? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fight Island? Yes. <laughs> Dane, Dana White is basically going to become Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat and have an island where UFC wrestlers, I mean, where UFC fighters can actually compete. That is awesome! <laughs> I would pay. I mean, Ridiculous Dana, amounts of money Dana White that. is a piece of crap, but that is awesome! <laughs> like, why can't they do something like that? After every person loses in a fight, he has to go, your soul is mine. Finish him! <laughs> He has to do that, and then re, like do like a whole redo of uh, Bash at the Beach, perhaps <laughs> cinematic, cinematic uh, match for it. The only thing that comes up to mind with Bash at the Beach would be uh, the the what, what, I, I'm sure you remember this one. Was it a uh, Sting and the British Bulldog with the Masters of the Power Bomb? Uh, we were thinking of two different things. I was thinking of the Baywatch episode of Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. Oh, God, that's even worse. <laughs> Man, why are we wrestling fans again? There's been some stupid stuff out there. <laughs> what else do we got to talk about here? We got, um... Oh, did, the, uh, did you guys hear about the, uh, the Kevin Owens thing? No, what happened? Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's true. He, um, basically said that he's not doing, uh shows for a while oh yeah because oh no no there, yeah there there have been men, i mean there's been multiple wrestlers that basically said until this blows over or until like we feel safe we're not gonna do the shows i mean roman reigns is the biggest one and like you know there are people out there that were going for a hot minute yeah. too but there but there are people out there that were just like oh that's ridiculous. it's like no say what you want to say about roman reigns but the dude's not going to risk his health regardless of what people's opinions are Mm-hmm. You know, people's opinions is not his health. So, yeah, yeah right. People are gonna hate him for something no matter what. So, I mean, it's like yes, Roman. We can't for the one, we can't wait for the one day where you go back on television so we could trash you for your wrestling more than you being a human being. <laughs> yeah, from, from what I heard, they didn't really you know give him pushback about it. So, I mean. Well, still the face of the company. Like, what can they do? Well, the whole story was was that people were saying, "Oh, WWE is trying not to promote Roman Reigns," or they're trying. Well, of course, you're not going to promote the guy if he's taking time off. You know, like if he's going to be gone, that's like they're advertising John Cena right now for stuff. It's like if he's going to be gone for an undisclosed period of time, why are you going to invest at why Why are you going to invest time with it? You know, so. Say what you want about WWE, but they didn't really do anything wrong with that case. I mean, I, I get not wanting to promote him or anything like that, 
But from what I heard, they're going out of their way to not even mention his name. Oh, no, they're mentioning him now, though. So, like, it's basically, I guess, in response to the rumors about that, because they've had him, like, frequent. well, like, I'll use SmackDown, for example. They actually, like, had him, like, phone in talking about The Undertaker, so there was that. Oh, yeah. Speaking of The Undertaker, he had his special this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, Josh, in particular, I wanted to ask you how you feel about this, because The Undertaker's your favorite. Dude, I'm so mad because I'm I'm like two episodes behind right now, but I've I've heard about yeah you know, and everything. Yeah. So on one hand, like it was it was a very it was a very good docu series. On the other hand, people were very very agitated with the Taker's clothing choice, so to speak. <laughs> and they have taken and they and they have taken to calling him things like. The MAGA taker. <laughs> Honestly, it wasn't even the clothes that ruined it for me. It was just like, okay, and I'm and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who's, who thinks this way too. Like, I know wrestling is scripted. I know that it's just characters on TV. I get that. I've just been so used to the Undertaker just being the Undertaker for like twenty plus years that seeing Mark yep. Calloway on a regular basis is so weird and off putting. Yeah, like, like when the, he uses his real voice, it, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it throws you off a lot more than his appearance in Suburban Commando. It really does. <laughs> You're a dead man, Ramsey. Like, I had to, like, pause what I was watching when he, like, throws something in the trash can and goes, Kobe. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, like, to me, it's not really, like, him using his regular voice. To me, it's seeing the interaction backstage yeah, and him just like chatting it up with everybody and it's like or the or the part where he was apologizing to Roman Reigns for having a shitty match yeah exactly him going backstage hugging Vince McMahon like well everybody kind of knew about that like that relationship I like the part where I don't know if Josh got to this part but he's basically like backstage at NXT telling the big guys how to be a big guy yeah yeah that was pretty awesome yeah, that's uh but again, it's it's weird because it's the Undertaker. Like I like it's like it's like what Mick Foley said. Like I don't even call him Mark anymore. I just call him Undertaker. What's going I haven't on? called him Mark in 20 years. Like, what's going on, Take? Exactly. It's, it's just so weird. Like and it's just and it's only the Undertaker that I'm like that. Like I've just been so used to him never breaking character and being the Undertaker that I can't will myself to call him Mark Calloway. <laughs> Exactly, it's like that little, that last bit of childhood that's just going up. But the stuff. more you hear about Mark Calloway, you're like, man, he's not, he's not doing himself any favors. <laughs> I want the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mad respect for Undertaker's career, but uh, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> so, speaking of NXT, uh, another another thing that actually came up that's that's more on the, more along the lines of like good wrestling news instead of this dumpster fire that we've been dealing with over, over the last week and a half was um so reports have it where Randy Orton is open to the idea of working NXT shows I can see that and he's talked about I guess being interested with possibly work and and once again you never know if this is true or not until it actually happens but there was a little like Twitter like a, a Twitter uh face off with him and Tommaso Ciampa 
And this was around the time when, uh, when Orton was basically making fun of the leg slaps. And this was before his backlash match against Edge, where he ended it with a punk kick where he slapped his leg. <laughs> yeah. You said you want about Orton, but he is, like, the best troll. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that Tony Khan could tell you about that one. <laughs> I'm going to troll you into WWE giving me more money. <laughs> yeah, I can't even knock Orton for that. That was genius. Well, that's the same thing that's going on, like, when people are talking about um the Adam Cole contract situation where people are like, oh, we don't really know what's going on with him. So the obvious answer would be, he has not resigned yet, and he's going to wait till the last second to get the most money he can. Is being very smart. Yeah, but he knew he had the edge, because, like, it could have gone either way. Like, on one hand, he's established himself in, in NXT. On the other hand, his fiance is in AEW. And let's face it, if he was in AEW, he would fit right in. Exactly. I mean, he's already been a part of the Elite once. It's not like he wouldn't be foreign. <clears throat> but here's the problem, though. In AEW, you have about six people using the Canadian Destroyer. So they would have to talk about that. <laughs> True. Be, be yeah. like, dude, this was your big move, but, uh, I mean, even Goldust is doing this move now. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, we, we, we had one of the Rock and Roll Express people do it just uh, the, the one week, even though it was really Santana like pile driving himself. So. True. so, in AEW, the big question is whether or not John Moxley is going to be cleared for his match against uh, Brian Cage, because they have a match coming up. And they said that, so the story coming out of that is that Moxley was advised to stay, basically stay away from Renee if possible. Be like, you know, go quarantine like in a hotel or something. But Moxley refused that. He said, no, we're going to stay in the same house, but we're just going to stay separate. Simple as that. And that he was going to get as many tests as he possibly needed to up until the point of like when he has his match. <clears throat> I don't blame him. You can't just be away from your wife during a time like that. That's messed up. Yeah. So there's that. Let's see. What else AEW related is there? What do we got? Honestly, not that much. I haven't been able to keep track of it as often lately. Oh, well, uh, Jericho and Orange Cassidy have a match... Yes, Jericho and Orange Cassidy have a match coming up. Hey, Josh, what do you think of what they've been doing in Orange Cassidy? Are you are you liking it for what you've seen, if anything? What I've seen, which is, you know, basically clips on social media, yes. <laughs> Orange Cassidy is amazing. His his video where he was on that cooking show with uh, Brandy, like Brandy Rose's, or Brandy Rhodes's, uh cooking show, that she does everybody that commented on the youtube page on the youtube post they were basically like we just wanted to hear orange cassie with his regular speaking voice that was basically the only reason why people were watching <laughs> it's funny though because i've already see, heard heard his voice before because it was from a i think it was a walk culture interview and like 
the whole time he just gave the person just one word answers for literally every single question but even when he's quote unquote out of character he still has swag he's like I just don't give a shit he's honestly one of the best characters of wrestling right now depends on who you talk to some people can't stand him let's hear Jim Cornette's opinion (laughs) Kook Cornette did you hear about that one, Josh? Jim Cornette's story? Um, refresh my memory. I'm not too sure. Oh, boy. So, okay, so the whole story with him is that there was accusations as far as... I don't know if it had to do with... I don't think it was OVW. I think it was whatever Cornette. I think it was just in general. Yeah. That people that were training under him or were, were being booked through him, doing business with him, that they needed to have sex with his wife. And they said, and they said, according to the accusations, it wasn't like Jim Cornette was like, you know, oh, if you want to have sex, it's like, no. He said, no, you are going to have sex with my wife. <laughs> I don't know why the thought of Cornette being a cuck is hilarious to me, but he, I think it's, I think it's just because he looks like the person that would be a cuck, you know? What was that one picture that I showed the, uh, the, the, the cult of kook? <laughs> <laughs> so... So Cornette, so Cornette, he he posted, he posted. It, it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like a lawyer-ish response. It was just Jim Cornette talking, and he was basically like, "Yeah, I've I've heard the accusations that came out this that, and the other, and like you know this is BS and ridiculous, and like basically at the, the the worst possible case is that I'm being accused of having an interesting sex life. That is exactly <laughs> how he put it." I'm being accused of having an interesting sex life. It's like, yes. It is the year 2020, and we are talking about Jim Cornette's sex life. It's funny, like, because I was like I was telling you earlier. It's like, it's like the one bit in the other guy's movie with Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, where he's like, "You get back here, you make love to my wife." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. It's terrible and funny at the time. I don't even know. <clears throat> So Josh, uh, Jamak and I, we were when when we were grabbing food earlier. We uh, I mentioned something, and and I said, man, that that that's that's kind of I don't know if that's depressing or if it's just if it's just funny. It's like, yes, do you realize that when WWE's next uh, 2K wrestling game comes out, it's going to be for the Xbox Series X and the PS5. That's how far away it is. From what I heard, they're still developing it for the PS4 and Xbox One. So, like, I don't know if they're going to change it before then, which they should. But from what I hear, they're still just putting it out on PS4 and Xbox One. Were you going like, did you have any interest in any of the uh, wrestling games that are coming out soon? Or oh, yeah, the- I'm getting Battlegrounds. Definitely. I don't know if I'm going to like it, <laughs> but I need. I'm just excited there's going to be a wrestling game coming out on Switch. Everybody keeps saying we need to have the shark in that advertisement be a playable character. <laughs> I doubt they're going to do that because it's 2K. If they uh, do, it's going to be like a $30, $30 microtransaction. Exactly. And it'll be totally <laughs> worth it so that you can eat John Cena. <laughs> Did you see the... Uh, 
As long as Battlegrounds is like um, WWE All Stars, I will buy it. Like straight up. It's not going to be like All Stars. It, ha- it, it needs yeah. to be. No. no, I don't think that 2K is going to put that much love into it. True. I don't think so. Did you guys see the uh, the goat picture? No. They it's... said they posted a picture yesterday, I think, and it was it was a goat with like I think I heard like, like John Cena's gear, or, like a chain or something like that. No, I didn't see um, that one. Yeah, it was the the caption was "This is the real goat," and one of the comments on there was like, "This is what happens when." This is what you get after the alligator eats John Cena. That's <laughs> <laughs> a playable character. I'm pretty down. The game I'm still waiting for is Retromania. I've been waiting for that forever. Is there... Did they announce a release date yet? I thought I heard July. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean... They, it, it's interesting how, like, I mean, if... Like, I've been I've been following, like, the, uh, the developer, like, YouTube stories that they've been posting out, and, like... Earlier on, I was kind of, I don't know, skeptical because of how they were, like, it, it's actually being coined the, the sequel to WrestleFest, like, officially. And, um, yeah. I, I didn't really buy into that, but the last couple of videos that they posted, it's like, okay, it actually looks like it's coming together a lot. It, it, I'm, I'm very That's curious funny. about the game. I, I want to get it when it comes out, so. <clears throat> yeah, it's part of the development cycle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of... Yeah, I'm just kind of curious if they're going to have LOD be OP like it was in the, in the uh, WrestleFest 1. You know, if they do, it's going to be on purpose just to yes. know, be a nostalgic throwback. Even though, you know, the whole game is obviously a throwback, but... I don't know. Hey, throwback games can be awesome. Like Streets of Rage 4. Game so good that I had to buy it twice. I have to pick that back up. I haven't played it in a while. Oh come on! I keep telling people. I say you got like, you gotta you gotta get into this so that we can do some co-op on there. So I've been playing um Super Mega Baseball three. I'm not even a baseball fan. As long as you're not playing Last of Us two, it's okay. You no, know, I never even finished Last of Us one. What? That's the good one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't finish Last of Us one was when it was on the PS3 or on PS4 like when the game was actually running good like it was like okay this this is a little more uh this this is a lot better easier to get through now so yeah like I played probably like five hours or so and you know my my stick skills are aren't really great yeah. I had a buddy of mine who, uh, he, he just finished the game, I think it was like maybe a night or two ago, and he was like, dude, I'll say this right now, I like the first half of the game, but fuck the second half, and if anybody wants to know why most people have that opinion, just look it up, it's not too hard to find. <clears throat> uh, let's see, what do we got, hey Dave, uh, D- so, if anybody's interested in um, listening to interviews with people on the independent wrestling scene, go to DB Richards 2300 podcast. Actually today he, uh, there was an upload for Becky Phillips, also known as Becky, the referee. She was a, she did a tryout, I believe at the performance center. I don't know if it was for NXT, but, uh, he's been, we've been trying to pick up on both podcasts because before we had the single podcast and now he's, 
mostly focused on the interview aspects and I'm more about the current events slash wrestling shows reviews like the last episode Jamak and I did it was for the backlash pay-per-view where Randy Orton won the greatest wrestling match ever which is still funny to say <clears throat> oh and Edge finally did show pictures of his surgery it looked it looked, it looked terrible oh my god it looks so bad he said, "Yes, my my, my shoulder tissue looks like tar like tartar. Like, it looks like he's cutting into a prime rib. <laughs> yes, prime rib, Adam Copeland. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think about that, Josh? Do you think that um, do you think that Edge will come back better as ever? Do you think this is a case of like?" Yeah, maybe uh, maybe this return, maybe this is telling him that he should really cons- like you know second guess what he's doing, you know. I think I think this should be it. Honestly, I love Edge, but you know what better way to go out than the greatest wrestling match ever? <laughs> the greatest wrestling match ever. You know what though? There was um, people were talking about the injury though because they said like the kind of the kind of uh, muscle tear they had that it was possibly, like, steroid-related. And then it was like, okay, well, that's not, like, trying to accuse anybody of, like, oh, they're in jail. I mean, but considering all the, the, how can we say this, the, uh, all the fitness, or all the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, not, not recovery. Like. Just him trying to get, just him trying to get his shit back together. Yeah. That, uh, maybe that has to do with that, but it's also, I mean, because when he came back, he was in better shape than when he was wrestling. Yeah, he wasn't even in that good of shape, ever. Yeah. And then at the age of 47, he's, like, insanely ripped and, like, just cut. He's like his WWE All-Stars character. (laughs) So... So it's really, so it's like to say that he might have had a little assistance. I mean, people even act, here's the thing is that like people, whether or not people get accused, so to speak of like, oh, you're using this, that, and the other, it's like, why that would be an issue in professional wrestling to start out with when it is a performance art and it's not a legitimate sport. Cause that was always a big issue with like, when it comes to pro sports is that, is that yeah, steroid use is going to it's going to enhance your performance and that's why it's illegal but wrestling's different so why was ever an issue with that outside of like okay we're doing this for health and wellness reasons and obviously but as far as anything else it's just who, who cares basically yeah I agree 100%. not to mention the fact that there have been like past athletes and wrestlers who have used it properly like I mean I remember one of the stories about like when uh Kevin Nash did a shoot interview and he was talking about like the times where he used and it was like yes if you use it properly it there are many benefits to it it's the ones that use it like that abuse it where it becomes an issue and that's the case with anything that you do use too much of anything it's going to become an issue yeah just uh going back on edge real quick if this is the end of edge we have him to thank for bringing back possibly the most interesting important character we've ever seen we, least, we have we have him to thank for the fact that he bought back the punt kick yeah right exactly. dude I was so excited you know Orton's motivated when he does the punt 
<laughs> you know he's even extra motivated when he has a slap to the punt. Right. <laughs> you know, where's Vince McMahon? Vince McMahon goes, you know what? When you hit me with the punk kick, you don't have to slap your leg. Just kick me in the head, damn it. <laughs> and then as he's as he's going unconscious, he's like, God damn it, pal. What a shot. <laughs> <laughs> you better kick me hard, because I'd do the same to you, damn you. Well, that was the same thing even with, uh, what was the story about when Kevin Owens gave him that headbutt? Where, uh, he was like, hit me, damn it. No, there was there, there was an interview that somebody had with Owens afterwards where they mentioned that. And Owens was basically like, yeah, uh, let's just say that Vince McMahon was saying some very not-so-nice things to me, and I'm not going to repeat those words. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he, he, he's, he's crazy. He's out of touch, but, I mean, he's, he's dedicated to what he does. Yeah, that's, that's the... Uh, that's the that's the double edged sword that you have right there is that when you have people who are like very good at certain things but it brings out the worst of them. How do you really balance that out? You know? Yeah, it's like the uh the whole thing with Robin Kowski at WrestleMania. The jump. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's it's crazy to think about because he's what, seventy five? Yeah. Like it's I don't know. Like, it just goes to show that he's not going to retire until he's dead. Psst. Get off your phone. Are you looking up news? You used to be the news guy. Well, what other news is big? I don't really know. <laughs> exactly. But, you, you see? That's why you need to check. That's why you got that job. Just fucking. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I actually stated this to, to Dave. I said... That we need to work on having a cleaner program. So instead of saying fuck, I'm going to say, I'm sorry, I'm fudging with you. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Oh, you know what? I know that I'm living under a rock and like and, and everything as far as like certain shows go. But I was watching clips of Better Call Saul the other day. And I said, who's that one guy, the, 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 the Lalo character that looks like Angel Garza? You're asking the wrong person because I don't watch that show either. You need to watch it. You would watch one episode with this guy when they introduce that character. You'd be like, oh my god, it's Angel Carza. <laughs> hey Josh, question. Because I always I always tell Fran this every time I see Angel, Angel Garza. Doesn't he look like a Mexican Roddy Piper? Maybe a slightly more ripped Roddy Piper. <laughs> yeah, like... I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> what? You don't... How he totally looks like Roddy Piper in the face. In the face? Now, now I'm really lost. <laughs> like, his, I gotta see things from your point of view. He looks like like when he smiled, like that cocky smile. He looks like Roddy Piper. Oh, you're talking I about think. his facial expression, not his actual face. No, his face too. Oh, see, I'm trying to work with you I mean, here. He looks different because he's got the goatee, but he totally I looks think, like Roddy Piper. He. I think when you go by his expression and his like his attitude. I think he's a little bit closer to Eddie Guerrero than uh. You're, you're, you're gonna pull out. You're gonna pull out the Angel Garza picture now. And be like, doesn't he look like? I still don't see it. <laughs> Give me one second. Maybe I would agree with you if Angel Garza came out wearing a hot rod shirt or a skirt. <laughs> yes, because he's a ladies' man. He has to wear the skirt. Are you seriously looking it up? He's yes. looking it up. Like we can even like we can even view this. You gotta tell me that doesn't look like 
Get, but give him a black leather jacket and a Roddy Piper shirt. You're telling me that doesn't look like Roddy Piper. His facial expression, <laughs> yes. His face, not so much. Okay. It's just a it's just an opinion. You're entitled to your opinion, even if it's wrong. Like, <laughs> what are you doing, dude? <laughs> You're trying to tell me he doesn't look like him. Are you trying to tell me that Roddy Piper looks Mexican? That's the harder thing no, to believe. No, I'm saying Asia Garza looks Scottish. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and Virgil looks like Vince McMahon, okay? The meat sauce. <laughs> what pay-per-view, um, b- before we're actually running a little little over on time, what pay-per-views are coming up outside of, um, Fighter Fest isn't even a pay-per-view, it's just a, it's a special. Yeah. Like it's a free show. Is it free? I believe so. That was uh, that was a free show from last year, I think. They, one one of the shows that was a pay per view, like pay per view style show, AEW had it was a free show. I think it was Fighter Fest. But what is on WWE's schedule? Like, what do they have next? That goes to show how much we follow WWE right now. Is that like we don't even know what pay per view is next? Uh, I don't think they have it. Well. Technically, Great American Bash. Is oh no, no! Oh wait, wasn't Extreme Rules? Extreme Rules. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. With that weird Joker color scheme. Oh, Seriously, what was up with yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, Hardy Oh, Extreme Rules is a. Uh, why is it called the? Is it called the horror show? Yeah. Who the hell came up with that? And for some reason, the logo is now purple and green. It looks like it looks like uh, the Hardy Boys are supposed to be there, <laughs> right? It was like in your house, Team Extreme. Oh, oh yeah. So, so just a quick rundown of what we got. So it's just four matches. We have Drew McIntyre against Dolph Ziggler. Everybody seems to be sad that it's not Jinder Mahal because he's out with an injury. Uh, I would have loved to see that. We have, I, mean, I think that would be cool. I think that would be cool just for story purposes. But other than that, that no so interest for me. So we're just going to. So this is what we're going to see. We're going to see Ziggler dominate Drew and Drew kick out of everything at one Claymore kick Ziggler's head off three and that's it yeah I, I, I don't it's gonna be the Goldberg match but longer I love I, I love Drew, the, the booking they're doing with Drew I cannot stand that they have him intentionally kicking out at one for 90% of the match yeah I mean, that's what they got to do. He, I mean, he is the guy that dethroned Lesnar, so but, got to make him look big and tough and powerful. But, dude, they're making him look like a bigger beast than, like, Braun Strowman. If anybody's going to kick out at one, it should be Braun. True. And for a while, I think Braun was doing it, but I'm not going to put them in the same no, the category. Bit, no, the bit with Braun was that it had to take effort just to get him to fly down. Yeah, but it only took one F5. <laughs> we got Asuka against Sasha Banks. Hopefully, Asuka will actually get a win this time instead of a DQ or yeah, a double count out. Or I don't even know what the point of that was. Yeah, they never explained. And then Bailey against Nikki Cross. Wait, when did Bailey Nikki Cross get a title shot? I don't know. Um, uh, what is this? Braun Strowman against Bray Wyatt, and what the hell is a Wyatt Swamp fight? So they brought back Wyatt's Firefly character. I mean, uh, the old school Bray Wyatt character. Yeah. And I guess they're about to do another cinematic match. They're going to have a but the thing is, fight. I'm pretty sure it's not for the belt. 
So it's just like a random match that they just added. Okay, I don't get that. I- exactly, uh, right? If, yeah, if you're, I do like the idea of uh, Bray, like, um, Firefly, Bray Wyatt being able to switch characters just whenever he wants. But I wish I wish Bray Wyatt would just thing. leave. Bray Wyatt at this, they they're just they're just doing anything with him at this. It, he's literally in that rut again. So, I don't know. I don't know because I mean I was excited when he uh, when he first brought that back. Was but, it, last but Josh, week? you got to realize something. Every single time you have a smidge of excitement for Bray Wyatt, WWE just smacks that down. Exactly. I get that, but I guess I'm a glutton for punishment because I always <laughs> get excited again. Yes, you are. And one more thing before we go, because this is just a funny story to mention. So, you know who Loki is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or when he was in WWE very briefly, he was Caval. So, he posted something on social media very recently, Uh, and I gotta read this one. Uh, Once again, it's going back to the whole COVID situation, but this is... I I need to mention this. Let's see, where, where we got here? Here you go. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So, he... He posted this one picture, and it this is what he... This is what's on here. Respect is a two-way street. I respect your right to remain ignorant, be ruled by fear, and not by logic or intelligence. Wear a mask. Quote, unquote, social distance that ultimately harms your health now and in the future, provided I do not pay for your bad decisions. I respect my own health enough to expose my immune system to the world by shaking hands and embracing people as we have for thousands of years to build our immune systems to fight against disease now and in the future. You have zero right to tell me that I must wear a mask, take a vaccine, or social distance from others who also choose not to do these things. Life is about choices, and in the information age, ignorance is a choice. I choose not to be ignorant. And that's it. Uh, the, the very first thing that came to mind was, um, Loki's an f- idiot. Like, <laughs> the best I, thing, though, was uh, Tomatonga's response. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, okay, now... Everybody's going to have... So so this is why this was almost a troll-like post from Loki. Was that he was like, oh, you know, respect my opinion. But at the same time, he's basically trashing people who are deciding to wear masks. And that's when it's like, dude, you're, 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 you're asking for drama there. Like, it's way beyond hypocritical. Like... However... Um, New Japan's Tomatonka did have a very funny response for this. He said, LOL, cool story, bro. For everyone else who cares about us as a whole, not as an individual, we will be selling more masks through Tama's Island once we get restocked this week, showing a picture of a Tomatonka face mask. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. And And with that post right there, that was also something that was retweeted by of FTR. So it's good to see that Dax is not a flat earther. Yep. Hey, it's 10.58. We're running low on time. 
Is there anything else that anybody would like to say before we go? I'm good. You're well, off. I'm just, <laughs> just happy that it's all the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> the greatest wrestling match of all time. God, so it wonderful. still makes me laugh. Randy Orton is the winner of the greatest wrestling match ever. It doesn't make, like it should make me laugh, but it just makes me mad. Just because it's it's so obviously it's so bad. <laughs> it's it's bad. awesome. It is amazing. Do you think that they're gonna the have the greatest wrestling match of all time, part two? Oh, well, you know they are. Remember <laughs> once in a lifetime, part two. Once in a lifetime, deuce. No, no, it'll be it'll be the greatest tag team wrestling match of all time. That'll be next. Oh my god, they're totally gonna do that. It's gonna be Edge and Christian versus Orton in three. Edge and Christian versus the world's greatest tag team. They're gonna bring back uh, the Dudleys. The Dudleys. I would see that. But it's definitely going to be Edge and Christian versus Orton, maybe Flair. One more match. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, that concludes our show. I don't know when the next one's going to go up. However, Dave, he's he's on a much stricter schedule than I am because I just kind of go by, uh, hey, this is a hot topic this week. Let's talk about this. So... Might be recording something next week. Might not be. However, Dave will be recording another episode on Sunday, and he also has a couple episodes already in the can. That'll be like one will get posted next week of his next interview. So keep an eye on that on Ten Wrestling Car Wrestling Discussions on Facebook, and also like I said earlier in the show, you can follow us on social media through the that page. If you're into fantasy wrestling, we have a fantasy wrestling page also, although. The fancy wrestling stuff is being posted on the main page, and I need to have a talk with James about that. Also, the Inseguri on Twitter, and then of course our Anchor FM page, and we still have our SoundCloud page, which I have not taken down yet, which I might do eventually. I don't know. And uh, gotta say thanks for Josh for hopping on because I just asked him last second, and it's awesome to hear from you. We need. Um, we need to get everybody back together again. It's been hard doing this because of everything that's going on and trying to find when it's a good time for everybody. So, <clears throat> yeah. And also a shout out to Dave, Dave, and their buddy Quinn, who's been helping out tremendously with the Twenty Three Hundred Podcast. Thank you for thank thank you for your help and our sponsor, the Royalties dot com. And I'm just talking out of my ass right now so i'm gonna hop off here and that's it for this week so this is fran along with jcl along with josh ho have a good night night everybody <laughs>